Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers and Shakers. And if you know me, or if you don't know me, I am Paulette Ristini. I am your movement motivator and your passion instigator. I am the hostess of this amazing podcast, which I love this video podcast because I get to meet and bring you these amazing people who are creating change in the world. Um, this is, I'm in my fourth year. This is fantastic. And finally, we've been trying all year <laughs> to get our interview together. And I get to bring you today and Kate Sullivan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. We did it. I'm we so excited. It. I know we did it. Yay. One down, one go. <laughs> so, um, Yay. And, and we, when we first met, we've kind of crossed paths because you have a podcast and I have a podcast and you wanted me on your podcast and I wanted you on my podcast <laughs> and, and we're still, when we're working on it. So we got right. one, da we're one down today. So, um, I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, so my friends out there in heart, heart and hustle land, um, Anne is an author, like 17 books. Is that correct? I think so. Something like that. Got a few more coming. <laughs> wow. Prolific, prolific, prolific. And also, if I understand correctly, you have your own publishing company. I do. I do. And I'm so excited this year because we have lots of new authors that have come on board. You know, this is the great news with people in their houses. They're all writing books and doing yes. wonderful things. Bring so, about, let's bring about a renaissance. I'm all behind it. <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you know, there's so many good things that have come out of this pandemic. And it is people who have stayed home and nested and, and d dove into their, their desires other than maybe their normal work day or whatever, right? Yeah. People have had time to meditate, get creative, finish their novels, finish their poetry book, write a new yeah. song. Yeah, that's the good news. So good. so good. I love that. I love that. And so I too have my own publishing company um, and have put out lots of CDs of music. And I have my fourth, my, I have four books. <laughs> I have four books out. I know. Love it. Gotta love it. Um, and so you also have a very doing incredibly well podcast called Wisdom of the Ages. Yeah. So so, you know, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and some of these multi-passionate things that you do? <laughs> okay. Um, well, the podcast was actually really fun. I started about two years ago and, and that really came in meditation when I, when I heard clear guidance, you know, as a writer, you hear the muses, right? So I was hearing, you need to do a podcast. I was like, no, I'm a writer. I was like, you need to do a podcast. No, I'm a writer. So anyway, like the next phone call I have is Tanya Dawn Reckla, who is the president of Superpower Experts, who's like, I think you should do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> okay, okay. And that was, you know, before all this really started. So Actually, it was great to do during the pandemic because that was my social life, and uh, and and everybody everybody's been listening to podcasts. So it was like ten thousand people listening, fifty thousand people listening, three hundred thousand people. Let's say last year was two point six million people listening, which really, right? It gives yeah. me so much hope because I'm like, if there are people listening to upbeat spiritual things, you know, there are some neat things going on on the planet. Yeah. yeah. 
That is incredible. That's yeah, way so that's incredible. Podcast. That's been for most of last year and this year, it's been number one podcast on the superpower network. It's the wisdom of the ages. And I interview all kinds of spiritual teachers and all, all this sort of thing. So what's happened is that's also fed into the publishing company. So I have my own books. I've published, I used to work in publishing in, in London, but I started publishing my own books and then other people wanted to publish. So I have, I published people like Dr. Gabriel Cousins and Ivor Knauts, who's from Prague and uh, Hannah Mae Hawking, who's in England and, you know, a variety of other authors too. And it's just great to have this one place where you can gather and you have really wonderful mystical tales. Um, and so, and yeah, I have a novel out this year called Nimue Freeing Merlin, which is very magical about a woman who goes back in time to find her own magic and, discovers Ooh. more than you can do, but <laughs> sort of a romance, you know, but it's fun in between the world's romance and uh, a bunch of children's books out too. So yeah. What, what, uh, where did you start? Did you start with children's books? I actually started years and years ago with poetry. I love poetry and I actually read poetry every morning and I write quite a lot of poetry. Um, and my first, the first books that I published were books of um, poetry. And my first, actually the very first thing ever that was published, I think I was in high school <laughs> or first year of college or something, was a poem, an Artemis journal. And so my mom is a, is a her name is Gwen Kate. She's an amazing international feminist um, painter. And her friend, um, Jerry Rogers got, I was just very inspired by this Artemis. I mean, there's a goddess and you know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know more about goddesses, you know? So um, that put me on a quest to go to Britain. And just so my whole Legends of the Grail series is mostly me going through Britain, finding these um, goddesses from, from my own Celtic tradition. So that, that's been fun, really oh, fun. Super too. fun. Wow. And when yeah. did that start? How long ago did that start? Let's see. I was given an overseas research award uh, to King's College London to do my doctorate. I had gone to Holland's College, which has an amazing creative writing program. And then I went to Columbia University, uh, got a master's in fine arts there in poetry and got to study with like Joseph Brodsky and some really Derek Walcott, some really great poets. And then got this. I mean, it was, a, you know, sometimes the red carpet just rolls out and it was like, I get a I get a free ride. I'm on the plane, you know. So and then I thought I would be going to all these places where I would be maybe with a lot of people, but no, I was out in the west coast of Ireland with a bunch of sheep and people <laughs> <laughs> kind of trying to flag down a tractor driver to figure out where some of these sacred sites were. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. That's awesome. <laughs> And one thing I noticed, um, I was sitting one day by this um, turlock, it's like a seasonal lake in Ireland. And you see, so you're right on the edge of the Western world. And, you know, what's past you is, is the Atlantic Ocean and then I could probably New York. So, you know, the wind is blowing and the trees are creaking. And, and I was sitting there going, I absolutely understand how you would start to walk through other worlds here. You know, it just like it's thin, you know, like the fairy world is right there. So it's a very magical place. So I, I was blessed. I got to go to all these different cairns and sacred sites and crawl into these like womb tombs that were they're older than the pyramids. And so there's a there's a very deep goddess culture there. And 
you know, it's, it's, we don't have to stick to genders either. There's an ancient culture there that's, that's beautiful and inspiring. So that's what the Legends of the Grail series is about. And also the Sparkle series for kids too. It's a little bit lighter and Sure. Uh, wow. And so, um, <laughs> and so, well, one of the books I published for myself was a poetry book, which is great because I, I too am a poet. I came oh, out as a poet a couple years ago. <laughs> nice, nice. I came out of a closet. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> poetry is so important. I really, I think, you know, it just, we need a poetry revival. You know, people have forgotten how, I mean, it's the music of the soul. Yeah, oh, so it really good. is. Yeah, it's so good. So good. I um I use poetry in a lot of my journaling prompts when I work with my my clients and stuff. Uh, I had a friend. We actually I have a CD that's out. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. So I I read a book of poetry called um, The Wind Horse, and then another book called Three Days in the Light. So there are two books that I have out. And my friend Chris uh, Maria Christina decided to sing it. So I go into the living room and she's just on the piano just playing away and it's anyway she she brought an album out so so the poems, that is amazing poems are sung these days yes oh so <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful oh my gosh that's really powerful yeah when when what you create inspires someone else mm-hmm i know I, I i walk into the ring and she's singing i am love just and his most beautiful voice. I can't sing like that. She's got this. She's just singing "I Am Love" and she's got tears rolling down her cheeks. And I was, I was like, could that be the song for the Sparkle series? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then you hear later. I hear like my little nieces or nephews in the back seat singing, "I Am Love." You know, like, <laughs> this is good. This is good. So, Very yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. So, so predominantly, you're a writer. Is that what you would say? Like what you do, what's your what you do statement? <laughs> I, get, I get, I tapped on the shoulder, write this down, you know, so I, I write every day. I have written every day since I think I was eight. So, and I'm getting up there now. So for many, <laughs> for many years, I have been a writer, yes, predominantly. But, you know, I mean, when I was, I was a writer in England and I, I had to make some money. So I worked as an editor. I mean, we all, we do all kinds yeah. of things, right? Mm -hmm. I worked as mm -hmm. a professor, I worked. And then I put workshops together. I did all sorts of things, um, you know, live events and plays. And, you know, because a, a lot of times if you're an artist, you have to do, you have to wear multiple hats. So I've, I've learned how to, how to be an octopus. Yeah, right, right. So what would you say? Um, so because this is called Heart and Hustle, it's about your passions, but it's also right. about what's been hard. So what you know, having to make money to survive so you can create your own art. I think everyone goes through some sort of level of that. What's been mm -hmm. the hustle for you? What's been the hardest thing or what have you overcome? You know, there's, there's one thing I, I remember um, feeling annoyed at one point that I had to do all these different things. And then I'm not sure when I, when I shifted it, but I, I shifted my attitude. It was like, you know what? I'm blessed to be able to do all these things. And so you know, I, probably like everybody else, I, when I was growing up, I worked in the accounting department and I worked in the, you know, I uh, worked in a computer software uh, company. I worked, for, I worked for all sorts of, but I learned something from every different place. And, um, you know, working as an ed editor underneath other, you know, I didn't feel, I was like, oh, no one's really getting my, my work, you know, and, <laughs> yet, and yet, but I'm learning all these skill sets because the thing is creative writing is fantastic. I love, it's my favorite thing to do, but 
you also have to be able to edit and you need to understand print, you know, all the different uh, printing processes and you need to understand design and you need to understand. So, I mean, cause an editor can really make or break a book, you know? And, and the other thing is, I think as a writer, it's really important to be able to handle criticism because you get blasted as a writer. You have the most beautiful book, somebody has a bad day and they can just give you a one-star review. And, you know, it hurts. And that goes with all, all art too, right? not, not just writing, but yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, I mean, all walks of life really. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that, that can be difficult, but you know, what does it do? when when you when you you have to face these challenges i mean and let's look at the world right now everybody's facing a big challenge but the thing is this these are the times we wake up this is when we learn the most this is when we go oh wow maybe we need to do medicine you know medicine needs to grow you know maybe we need to be able to help other people in our community maybe so all of a sudden instead of just being a cozy place you're being really forced <laughs> to grow so we have awakening going on you know lots of that yeah. Lots yeah. If if we choose yeah. it, I mean, you have to choose it. You have to, yeah. you know, I, I've seen so many people hunker down through this pandemic right. and not step out of the box. Yeah, you just, can, you can just try to find the comfort, right? Just try to find the thing that they know, the normal that they know that they want mm -hmm. to go back to. And I'm like, now is your opportunity to create whatever you want. Exactly. Right. It's just time to kick off the. I, you know, the other day I was with my daughter, she raises ducklings and this little duckling was born in my hand. I out of an oh. egg into my hand. It was the sweetest thing. I was just, I was so, I felt like a mama duck. It was so sweet, but I was like, you know, we're doing that collectively. And you can see how the ducks, different ducks were born too. Some were like, peck, 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 and they're out, you know? <laughs> right? And they're like, you know, those are healthy. And then there's some, they're just kind of pecking and they're worried and they can't quite and you have to help them and you know and i thought this is this is what's happening globally right now yeah, yeah um, true. so so this is our opportunity to be very very creative in many different levels you know financially medically i mean but you know we are amazing human beings we can create anything but we have to learn how to be the creators. I mean, that's really the big key. And a lot we have of to learn. We have to learn and we have to desire and we have to believe, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to allow. Right? Yeah, desire is a big part of it. And, and fear can, it, you know, and you can't be angry with anybody who's frightened because I mean, who knows why, what trauma they've been through or what, right. why, they're, why they're frightened. But, mm -hmm. you know, but when you, when you shrink down, I mean, I remember the days, you know, I'm sure of all these days where it's like, where, where, I need a paycheck, right? And you can, you can shrink down, but you can't create from that place, right? You have to knock it off and go, well, got to get out there and create something. And sometimes, you know, you might have to fake it a little bit. <laughs> like, okay, I got so you, I got this. <laughs> you know, and then you learn something. Yeah. Well, there's, there's definitely something to be said for that, that fake it till you make it you know, <laughs> right. because you got to step, you got to step into your power. And sometimes even if you don't believe it, you've got to get into it to, to feel it, to feel the energy of it, to, to make it happen. Right. It is really, really, really true. I was in a, a, a book this year called Quitless as anthology and actually made the USA Today bestseller list, which was really cool. Awesome. Yay. 
Um, but uh, I, the story I tell in it is of actually learning how to tie my shoelaces under my grandfather's desk. My grandfather was a very good businessman. And I remember I was like four. I'm under his desk and I'm like, I can't get these shoelaces to work. <laughs> they just don't work. I give up, you know? And he's like, that's not the attitude. You're not going to get it that way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> right? So, okay, I got this, you know? And so I think we, this is the point in time when community is so important. We need to help each other. I mean, that was one of the reasons I did the publishing company too, because people, some people know how to write, but they don't know how to edit. And some people know how to edit and they don't know how to write. And some people, a lot of people don't know anything about yeah. distribution or design or, or, you know, so, and then, you know, and there's always the next learning curve too, like starting the podcast. I was like, what do you mean? I mean, I, I taught at university, so I was used to public speaking, but you know, like, wait a second, I was like, <laughs> you know, like, how does this so, work? <laughs> so so let's, talk, let's talk about your podcast for a minute. So okay. what is that? What is the focus of your podcast? It's bringing the sacred into everyday reality. Yes. <laughs> right? So, my, my everyday theme. <laughs> right? So it's really, uh, I try to speak to, you know, like people like you and people who are upbeat and really trying to bring some creative juice into the world, spiritual teachers, you know, authors, a lot of different people, a lot of different people, but the, it's been fun. It's really, really, really been fun. Oh, isn't it? It's just such a yeah. great medium. It's such a great yeah. medium. And even, you know, like using Zoom like this and uh, the technology that has grown out of this past year and the connections we've all been able to make. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. Outstanding. And, but, and that's been, my education is changing because of it. We can speak. I mean, when I do the podcast, it goes to 90 countries around the world. And th I mean, that's how things are growing. And we can be this collective, this community now. We can yeah. be a collective in a way that's positive. We can do it in a way that's negative too. But but when we're with like-minded people, we can create beautiful things. Mm -hmm. So good. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. Um, what I, I was going to ask you. Okay, so, so back to you. What do you do besides the fact that you write every day, right. which I love because I'm all about that. I have stacks of my journals and books. Um, yeah. What do you do for yourself to keep you motivated, inspired, moving forward? I actually have a very specific practice and I'm working on a book on it now that I'll bring out hopefully next year. But I do something called, I call it cosmic inquiry. And my husband is a um, former middle linebacker. He played with the Jets and the Bears. <laughs> who um, took off and went to India and lived in India and had no spiritual awakening. So when we met, we both actually joined the Diamond Approach, which is a, it's a mystery school that teaches self-inquiry. Now, self-inquiry, mm -hmm. if you think about it, I mean, this is Socratic method. I was like, at university, what are we doing? Socratic method, who am I? So we have this, this age old uh, inquiry practice that we actually do every day for an hour. Wow. Yeah. And we've done it now for 17 years. And I would say that is my solidity. And what we do is I hold, I hold, well, we reverse the order, but let's say I hold space for him for 15 minutes to speak. He listens to me and then we, we swap. And then we might talk about what we've discovered. And the thing is, 
and there are different ways to do it, but that's the main, the main process. And just being heard for 15 minutes, where are you today? What's happening with you today? And you get to, you, you start to define who you are, define your life, who you're not. It's also who you're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's the basic human need is to be seen and to be heard. Absolutely. That's all, that's all we as humans really want. We want connection. We want love. We want to be seen. <laughs> and to express, too. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing, you know, to, to be express. Heard. Because yeah. the inquiry, I, I feel, with, the reason I love it so much is because you start to understand your unique experience mm-hmm. of who you are in the world. And it's not about, about being a cookie cutter. It's not about going to a class and being told you're this. It's so you're coming up with your colors, your songs, your stories. And, um, and, and being held in, in that. So I think it's a great practice. Um, and uh, yeah, it seems to cure depression, <laughs> like, you know, which is really good. It's really good, right? Well, and you, ha- yeah, you have to talk really. it out. Sometimes you just have to yeah. talk it out. It makes sense once you start talking, Yeah. right? Yeah. You know, whether it's a project you're working on or an emotion you're feeling, if you start talking out loud, and hopefully to someone else, <laughs> or sometimes not, maybe by yourself, but well, saying it out loud, getting it on paper, you know, yeah. I, and of course, I'm always saying thoughts become words, become things. Yeah, thought, your thoughts, your words, your deeds create the reality you live into, yeah. right? So, and so self-inquiry is also very powerful and group inquiry. So I, I have a group that also I meet with. And if you think about a podcast for a minute, that's why maybe the you know, what came in was you need to do a podcast because what are we doing? It's an inquiry. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Tell me about your life. Yeah. Right. Oh. <laughs> I inquiry. love, I mean, my favorite <laughs> thing is getting people to tell their stories. Right. You know, and that's what I do with my writing group and my classes. And it's like, tell me what's your story. What's, what are you about? Or let's rewrite your story the way you want it to be. Well, right? yes. Yes, yes, you have to be a good editor too. Yeah. Because you know what? The way that you tell your story is really significant. Mm. You know, you can have a difficult life event and you can tell it multiple ways. What's the truth? You know, and not that, that is something that you can really do in inquiry. Mm. That's so powerful. Multiple, multiple, multiple levels of that. And and self-inquiry. I mean, when we're journal, we're doing self-inquiry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, uh, and you can get really, in, with inquiry, you can also get very specific, like, who am I? Like, I'm Ann Kate Sullivan. Who am I? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a comet flying through space, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sparkle. Like, you, you know, you can go yeah. many, oh, many yeah. right, right. ways yeah. with that if you go so more good. in the poetic realm, right? So, yeah, yeah. So good. So my friends out there in heart and hustle land, who are you? Exactly. <laughs> who are you? Make a statement today. I am. <sighs> I'd love to hear it. I would love to hear it. Me so, and, so, and that's great. So um, any last words of advice or something to share? Or a poem? I would, you know, that like one thing I've really dis- discovered in the inquiry process, which is why I wrote the Sparkle books, actually, is that there is a unique, each person is very unique. Each person is like a snowflake. You, everyone has their own pattern and design, and the world is bereft without you. 
So our job is to really figure out what that is, what your music is, what, what your expression is, and to share it with humanity, to share with everybody around you. And it can be simple. It can be, you know, just listen to someone who needs to be listened to in that moment. It can be that simple because that can be incredibly powerful. But each person has something very, very special for this world and never forget it. I mean, even if crazy things are going on in the world, who cares? You, the, that's the moment that you're called to show up. So I believe everyone's being called forward right now, really called forward into their highest destiny way. Yeah, let's do it. We all got to step into it. Come on, people. Come on. Yeah, so so um, we only have a couple more minutes, but do you have a poem you could read us? Oh, my gosh. I um, let's see. Do I have a poem? I probably have something. Um, of course, I. You know, I do. This is from, oh, let's this see. Is from my new book, Nimue, oh. Green Merlin, right? And um, I always start my, or almost always start my books with a poem. And this one's called Song of the Hawthorne. It goes like this. One evening, I heard whispers coming from the hawthorn tree. It was early May and the petals of pale flowers spiraled in the breeze. I knew it was the time of year when the queen of fairy visits sacred trees. That night, the branches of the trees shimmered with lights as though there was an enchantment in them. I walked closer until I heard giggling. It was then I knew a gateway to the other world had opened. A wee red fairy gazed at me with eyes twinkling as though they had starlight in them. Thank, thank you for telling me your tales, I said. The story is almost lost to time. She smiled and bowed, then just as quickly was gone. Perhaps it was the dragon's breath, but the fairy vanished in the mist and the sounds of laughter faded into echoes of owls and bats. Yet I know even now murmurs can be heard by wells and springs where the poetry of the trees is passed from one leaf to another. <laughs> so visual, so yummy. Yay. Mm, thank you for sharing that. And so that's your new book. Is that out yet or not? This is, yeah, this is out. It came out. It's called Nimly Freeing Merlin. And it came out this year, came out in January. My first full novel, so this was my something new for me, um, and it's it's been doing really well. It it was picked as the top indie book by um, Kirkus Reviews, and so yeah, on we go. Onwards Congratulations on that! <laughs> Woo! So good. I know. Every time one comes out, it's just like ah, so good. So I thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Okay. And um and everyone out there in Heart and Hustle. Um, of course, I will give you all of Anne's contacts and stuff so you can go check out her books and her web and join her group or whatever, wherever you go with all that. It's so good. <laughs> and, um, and think about all this stuff we talked about. And I'd love to know what rocked your world today. What inspired you? What words are coming out of your mouth? <laughs> That's so good. So thanks for being here, and thanks for being here. And until we meet again, many blessings. Thank you, heart and hustle friends. I will see you soon.